The broadcast you're about to hear was made possible because somewhere a radio friend made the choice to give. You too can become a radio friend to someone in need of an encouraging word right now. Just visit walkwiththeking.org and click the donate button. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? Doing all right today? Well, this is your good friend Bob Cook, and I'm so grateful for the privilege of sharing a few precious moments with you over the Word of God. We're separated by a good many miles, you and I, but when we get together over the Word of God by way of radio, the miles drop away, and there we are, you and I and Jesus, just enjoying the precious, inerrant, infallible, eternal Word of God. I like that, don't you? Well, 1 Peter 2, 7 says, Unto you therefore which believe, he is precious. Peter said, Yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Ghost. This word believe, as I explained to you the last time we got together, has to do with commitment. You turn your whole life over to the Lord Jesus. And the way to do that is not simply merely to talk about it, but to take the elements, the aspects, the factors, the areas of your life and give them by faith to the Lord Jesus. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus as Lord, so walk, that means live every day in him. How do you do any business with Jesus? In the very same way in which you came for salvation, nothing in my hand I bring simply to thy cross, I cling. Just as I am, without one plea but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst to me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. Simple faith that comes to God as you are and commits the need, whatever it is, to your blessed Lord. That's the reason Paul can say, don't worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Everything, that is, he said. Everything. Pray about everything. Now, it's obvious that God doesn't always give us what we pray for, and that's a good thing. Jesus pointed out that if ye, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give good things to them that ask him? Not a stone instead of bread, not a a snake instead of an eel, not a scorpion instead of a bird's egg. No, God gives the right things to us when we pray. But our job is to pray and to commit. His job is to answer and to sustain. And oh, how wonderfully he takes care of those who leave the choice to him. Unto you therefore which believe, commitment is the key. And the way to make commitment real is is the doorway of obedience. Obedience. Obeying God's Word. See, the people who are, who are unsaved, it says they are disobedient. Um, had you faced really the fact that God has this key for us and that it is probably the only thing that will make the Lord Jesus real to you, 
the, the, the concept crops up everywhere. First Peter one twenty two. I just look at it now. Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Holy Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See? Obedience. Commitment means whatever God is telling you, do it. It's that simple and that important. Now, that, of course, throws me a curve because there's some things I don't want really to think about. I don't want to handle them. I don't want to cope with them. I don't want to be bothered with them. Human being that I am, I want my own way. Does that ring a bell with you? There's where the battle lies. What do you do about it when you don't feel like praying, when you don't feel like uh, obeying God, when you want your own way and you know you do? Well, now, start with the miracle of salvation. You didn't do anything to be saved. God saved you by faith. And a little while ago, I quoted Colossians 2.6 for us. As you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk, it means live every day in him. The work of dealing with God on any level that affects your life is done in the same way as you came for salvation. Now, what do I do about the battlegrounds in my life that hinder commitment and obedience? That's, that's what plagues me. That's where, where I, I, I strike a snag, as my father used to say. What do I do about that? Number one, I have to level with God about it. I have to tell him the truth. The word confess in uh, your uh, Greek New Testament is a compound word means saying the same thing as confess means agreeing with God. And I have just to agree with God. He already knows the score. There is not a word in your tongue, but he knows it altogether. Psalm 139 says. So uh, it's, you start by facing the reality that God already knows the score and you better level with him. You better be sincere about things with him. I've had the experience of of coming this far with God and saying, God, I don't want to do this. But, oh, if you'll work in my heart and mind, I'll obey you. And I have to tell you, even as I prayed, I, my mind races back through some years of experience, and, and I think of different times when even as I prayed, a prayer like that, Lord, I don't want to. I want this my own way. Even as I prayed and committed it to him in faith, I felt a change in my whole attitude. It was as though someone had let the steam out of the pressure cooker. It was as though I saw things in a different light. There was one experience where I found my whole viewpoint of something changing as I committed a matter to God. You see, our problems oftentimes lie in our, in our point of view and in our attitudes. Isn't that true? Someone wrote me quite some time ago now, I, I remember the letter, however, complaining about, said her, her boss was absolutely impossible, criticized her at every turn, and uh, wouldn't recognize her work even when it was well done, and her job was just unbearable, and, and so on, and would I pray that she could get another job? 
Well, I wrote back and gave her the scripture that said, Commit thy, thy uh, work unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. And I told her, I said, Pray about your job, and God will give you his guidance in the way you feel about it and in what to do next. Well, after a while, I got back this lovely letter saying, I took your advice. I began to pray about my job. And uh, the writer went on to say, I, my attitude has changed. My attitude even toward the boss has changed. And I'm in line for a promotion. I just got a raise. Praise the Lord. <laughs> well, there's where it is. Uh, we do face the fact that our attitudes and our desires and our viewpoint are flawed because they represent our own, our own biases and oftentimes our own blindness to the truth of God. What do you do about it? You bring it to God just as it is. You level with him about it. You turn it over to him by faith and you let him handle it. Philippians 2.13 says, It is God that worketh in you both to will, that's having to do with attitudes, the want to, and to do, that has the matter of implementing action, to will and to do of his good pleasure. It is God that worketh in you to take care of your attitude and to take care of your performance. That's what that means. But it's a matter of turning it over to him by faith. When you do that, he works. Oh, how he works unto you, therefore, which believe. Commit turn things over. Now, your argument then is not with me, even the, the fact that maybe I don't understand fully how deeply you have been hurt or how bitter is your disappointment or how grave is your situation or how haunting is your fear or how severe is your pain, physical pain, or whatever it may be. Of course I don't know. There are thousands of people listening to this broadcast every day. And I can't possibly know, but I have to tell you that God knows. And I'm his boy, and I'm speaking by the guidance of his indwelling Holy Spirit and telling you that whatever the situation is, if you will specifically level with God about it and give it to him, he will handle it, and your attitude will change. You want to try that on for size? I wish you would. God wants to work in the difficult areas of our lives. And so it is that the preciousness of Christ comes from commitment and obedience. Whatever God tells you to do today, do it. Maybe a very small thing, so insignificant perhaps as a phone call or a, or, or a greeting card or a letter or repairing some situation where you either spoke hastily and out of turn or whatever it may be. Just obey God. You'd be surprised. Let me throw this in free. And it's not original with me. I got it from somebody where I read somewhere, but it, it, it works. Some of you live with people who are just well-nigh impossible, a husband or a wife or relatives or whatever it may be. Or maybe you're working for a, a supervisor who is unpleasant and demanding and unappreciative and the job isn't very good and so on. In other words, you may be in touch with another human being whose conduct 
is hard to bear, and you feel critical about it. Someone called me the other day and, and spoke of a husband who for many years had refused to take any spiritual leadership in the home and the damage that this was doing and so on. Well, the fact, the dreadful fact is there. Married perhaps to someone who has never quite grown up in the things of the Lord as well as in, in normal human relationships. I don't know. But what I'm trying to tell you is where you're faced with working with or living with someone who is difficult, you try this. Try regularly thinking of some good thing about that person. Instead of thinking critically all the time, and that attitude then comes through in what you say or don't say, instead of thinking critically all the time, try regularly to think of some good quality about that person. And make a habit of doing that. And then when you get a chance to compliment the person, do so. Well, you can do it sincerely. I mean, not flattery. Flattery is soft soap, and soft soap is 90% lie. <laughs> no, when you can do so, sincerely compliment the person. But make a habit of thinking something good about that, that difficult person. You will be surprised at the change in the relationship. Well, as I said, I threw that in free. <laughs> no charge. Dear Heavenly Father, help us today to commit ourselves honestly to Thee and to trust Thee, blessed Lord, to work. In Jesus' name, amen. Until I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.